Welcome to Ladies Who Finance Podcast. My name is Debbie and I'm a money coach. And my name is Sonia and I'm a first-gen Latinx tax pro. Together, we're Ladies Who Finance. This podcast is about empowering women and discuss hard topics like finance, debt, and taxes. Hey guys, so this is episode two of Ladies Who Finance, and we're going to be talking about how credit cards are keeping you in debt. Hi, Sonia. Hey, Debbie. How's it going? Good. How you doing? All good. All good. Very pumped up. My God, budgets. This is kind of like where we all started from, right? During our financial journey. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, credit cards is something that when once I get a budget in place for my clients, like that is the next thing we we tackle. And what credit cards are doing now to keep people in debt, it's it's slimy, it's disgusting, and it should be illegal, but it's not. And so I'm so glad that we're going to talk about this today. Yes, no, I definitely know that me, myself still currently trying to pay off my credit card. It's it's very, very hard to keep up, especially now with these credit card companies, You're just not even notifying consumers of like, changes that's incurring that's going to impact their budget like i mean yeah recently i found out that you know due to the inflation they increased the credit card interest rate and obviously failed to notify consumers and i was pissed about that when i found that out and that was all thanks to debbie who which she called it out when she did her ig live a few months ago about it mm-hmm. and i was just like that can't be right i'm like and me i use you know discovered and discovered has really great customers Yes, they do. Service. And when I found mm-hmm. out about this, I was just like, there's no way they would make a change without me noticing. Like, they would have called it out. Oh, and behold, when I went to review my, my statements, I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I was so pissed. I was just like, now I got to go back and relook at my budgets and try to combat this uh, credit card balance because now I have to pay a little bit more because of the interest rate because I'm not trying to give them any more. I had a plan and now I had to go back and revise that plan. So Mm -hmm. um, it's just the way that things are that that they're doing. It's like, how is this not illegal? Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know what last year and every year before that, that, as far as like I've ever been since I started handling money and being a money coach, they would have to send you a little pamphlet, like your bank, your credit cards, everyone would have to send you a little pamphlet that kind of looked like you needed a magnifying glass to read it. And and I don't know anyone who actually read it, but <laughs> but when you got that in the mail, it was an indicator that something was being changed on your account. You know, whether it's the interest rate, a late fee, something was being changed on your account. And it, it was there, it was the credit card company's obligation, like they had the requirement to notify you of that change. And then on their end, you know, it's kind of like they check the box, like, okay, they let you know, and now everything moves forward. But now this year, they're no longer required to let you know. Any change that they make on their end to your agreement with them, they're saying is covered under the credit card agreement that you enter into when you open the card to begin with, no matter how many years ago you opened the card. And that's the first thing that I really take take offense to with my clients, especially is because when you're not notified that your interest is being increased, you know, you you see the minimum payments increasing, but that's the only indicator that something's going on. And we have so many things going on in our lives that a lot of people don't realize that your minimum payment is increasing if they're only taking care of that minimum payment. And when they start working with me and we start going into their credit card debt, I break it down because 
there's a difference between thinking to yourself, for example, I have $15,000 of credit card debt, then versus I've got eight credit cards, each credit card has this interest rate and this balance. So when you make it more digestible by breaking it down, it becomes more manageable. And that's what I help my clients with. Like once we have a budget in place, we tackle it. So many months ago, like probably like in March and April is when I first started realizing it. As we started tackling it and they started paying it down, a month later, I usually go back and revisit it. And so I said to them, let's see where your balances are. Like, can you pull up your statements? Like, let's go through like just where the balances are because it's been a month since they've made an additional payment or two. And so I want to make sure like like what the system we have in place is working. And when they went back and they checked across the board, all of my clients had seen a dramatic increase from, for example, 10 percent to now. Now it's at 27 percent. That's the highest I've seen. And when you hear those numbers to you and me, because we deal with finances and our clients every day, like it's we know the the impact that it can be. But for someone who's listening who might not know, for example, I had a client who paid off her credit card to $15,000 and she was paying 10% on interest. And she was so proud of herself that she paid off like about $10,000 worth of her balance. So now her balance is at almost 15,000, right? And she said to me like, oh my gosh, like that's my last credit card. I'm, I'm doing such a great job. Then when she started working with me, her, her interest went to 27%. That change in interest cost her an additional $8,000 and was going to cost her almost 10 years to pay it off at the minimum payment. Those are real numbers. Like it's almost half, well, it's more than half of her balance added on an interest. Like that's the significance. And that's where they want you. They want you in that kind of debt. And that's why they're not telling you that these interest rates are being increased because anyone who wants to start managing their money for the first time, if they knew the impact of the interest increase, they would stop charging. But that's not what they want. They want you. Mm-hmm. They want to keep you in debt for many, many years to come. On average, my clients pay off their credit cards within a year of working with me, and they save between like it depends on their interest rates. But I I average ten thousand dollars savings for all my clients that have credit card debt because of this increase. Because when you when you take today's money and you pay off your debt and you don't continue having that debt increase, like that's a huge savings to you. But you need to know what's going on and you need to know how to manage your money. But these oh, credit yeah. card companies, that's where they want you. They want you under their thumb. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. You brought an interesting point regarding the minimum balance, because when I had my first credit card and I was discovered, I was told to pay off your full balance. But I was a little thrown off when I first got my first bill you know, it being my first credit card, I was like, oh, minimum balance was, I believe at that time was like, I think $35. I was like, oh, I was told to pay the full balance because, you know, at that time it was probably a couple hundreds. But when I saw the minimum balance, I was just like, oh, I don't have to pay the full amount. I can just pay the minimum balance. So I went ahead (laughs) and paid the minimum balance. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that by paying the minimum balance, I was only paying a small fraction of like the full bonds that I had mm-hmm. on my credit card. And eventually I started to add interest and I was just like, oh, I see how that works now. But they mm-hmm. don't educate you on this. And especially for first time, 
customers who are using credit cards, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little misleading. I know me being at that time, I think I was like 19 when I first applied for this card. I was just like, oh, I can save my money and just pay the minimum balance. But not knowing that it was going to affect me <laughs> the long run by these add-on interests. And mm-hmm. I was just like, this is this it was unbelievable and and that from then i was like i'm paying this full balance obviously you know i went a little crazy with that that was another time for another story (laughs) but yeah it it is it's very important that consumers be educated on what they should be looking out especially when they're reviewing their credit card um, statements Mm -hmm. because that minimum balance (laughs) don't let it fool you because i know it fooled me (laughs) when i was like Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. I mean, I have clients come to me because like they live like the YOLO life, you know, they went on 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 all these trips and they really live life and they realize, wait a minute, like to me, debt is like a house of cards. Like the more you get into debt, the higher it goes. But sooner or later, there's going to be a moment where everything comes down. And, Mm -hmm. And when it comes crashing down, most people look around, they're like, what do I do? you know, and no judgment. Like I never judge my clients when they come to me. It's not about what happened in the past is how we move forward. But what these credit card companies are doing, I mean, I, another thing that, that is so despicable is if you looked at a statement that you got in January on any credit card you had, more than likely the interest rate would be on that statement. That's no longer the case. Most credit card companies now, now they've, that they've started raising the rates without notifying you, they've also removed it from the statements. And, and some of them are not even providing it when you log online. I had two clients that had to call their credit cards companies on the phone and literally ask them, what is my interest rate? And that's how they found out what it was. One of them was this amazing couple that I was coaching. And he said, he's like, oh, Debbie, I'm at 10%. I know I'm at 10%. I've had this card for, I I think, close to 10 years. And he's like, I know it's 10%. And so I said, I really need for you to find out because we can't move forward until I break this down, this debt down. And that was the last credit card we didn't know about. And so he's like, okay, but I'm telling you it's 10%. And I was like, I hope you're right. Like, I, I genuinely hope you're right, but please confirm it. So he's like, okay. And he sent me a message on Boxer. So Boxer's an app that co- us coaches and, and tax professionals, we use to communicate with our clients. He sent me a t- um, message and he was, and I could hear the emotion in his voice. Like he felt so betrayed because it wasn't 10%. It was 27%. And they said to him, oh, that's because your introductory rate expired. And so we, we put it at the normal rate. He goes, I've had you for almost 10 years. When did this introductory rate end? And she was like, um, like these representatives, unfortunately, I mean, they're just doing their job. They're, they have no control about what's happening, but they have a script that they follow when people realize what's happening. So they can try to make it seem as though you're just not educated. This has been the way. And it's like, no, it hasn't been the way. This is what's happening now. That's why I find it so deceitful because at least put it on the statement, like at least put it online. So when people realize what's happening, they can at least have the right numbers to figure out how to move forward, but they're purposely not doing that. And they're not, so they're not telling them that the credit card interest is increasing, but here's another psychological trick. They're telling you when your limit, when your credit limit is increasing. So they're not telling you the interest rate, but they're telling you now you have an additional $5,000 available to you. Congratulations, because we value you as a customer. It's like, no, they're doing it because they want you to charge more so they can charge you more and they can keep you under their thumb for years and years to come. I will say that is a true fact in my case, because when I was racking up that credit card, 
every few months, I was always getting an email about congratulations, you got a credit limit increase. And I was like, what? It went from when I first had it, I, I believe that when I was 19, I had it like 2,500 mm-hmm. and it went up to 30K like a yeah. few years later. And I was just like, I got all this money. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I can, I can try to pay it off. I mean, not, not the full 30 days, but I, you know, throughout the years, I just kept swiping away, swiping away, thinking, oh, well, I can pay that off. I can pay that off. And eventually mm-hmm. I lost control of that. Um, but I will say that, yes, I fell for that bait when I saw that because I was just like, oh, I don't have to pay this right away. I'll just add it to the credit card. And on top of that, don't get you know, the whole cashback bonus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I was like all for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, OK, I got two things going on. I got at that time, 30K increase. The cashback bonus is great. I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that, like you said, it's a cycle. They keep grabbing you in to get mm-hmm. into the step because they know. I mean, they knew my my style. They were like, mm-hmm. oh, she's spending very lavishly. <laughs> let me, um, let me, yeah, I got, I got one for you. I got one for you. If I said to you, Sonia, I'm going to give you 5% back on all your purchases. Right. Isn't there a part of you that says like, oh, wow, 5% back. That's awesome. Like now, like I'm going to go out to dinner with, with, with my significant other and I'm going to get 5% cash back and this, that. But now if I reworded it and I said to you, Sonia, send me a thousand dollars and I'll send you 50. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear the silence? Did you hear the silence? But that's 5% cash back. You, that's 5% cash back. You spend, you spend a thousand. I'll give you 50. Like that's, that's 5% cash back. That's what it is. Wow. And and people don't do 5%. They do like 2%, 3%. You know, but but I have I have a credit card that gives me 5% back on my purchases, but that's what it is. Like when when you think about it that way, it no longer is enticing. The strategic way that they do it, you know, airline points and credit card, you know, credit card cash back and you know, at restaurants and grocery stores and and uh, gas stations. Yeah, the reason why they do those three is because those are the top 3 expenses that people have in their budget. So they're not going to say on all purchases because then you're not going to think that card is special. Instead, they're going to hit you with the top three. They're going to, mm-hmm. they want you to charge as much as possible because they want you thinking I'm getting cash back, but it's not cash yep. back. It's not cash back. <laughs> you tell me at my nine to five, I got to work a thousand. I got to work a thousand dollars worth of worth of time. And you're going to give me $50. I quit right now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's not cash back. It really isn't. It isn't. I mean, when you're debt free, like like I am now, I do use my my cash back credit card for for items that I budget for, you know. And I have fun categories in my budget, you know, just like my clients do. So there's no restriction there. Like you never feel restricted when you're budgeting. When like my clients never feel that. Like they travel, they go on dates, they get massages, the husbands go to golf, like, and they're still managing their money. But when you're not in a position where you're debt free and you're using those benefits to your benefit, and when you get a statement, you're paying it off completely at the end of the month, like there is no such thing as cash back. You're not getting cash back. You're spending a fortune and you're getting back pennies. Like it's nothing. It's nothing compared to what it sounds like. But the reason why they do it is because I bet you that you and and everyone listening, if you opened up your wallet and you looked at your credit cards, you know exactly which card is cash back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Me, my discover. I see a blue color. I was like, oh yeah, I'm pulling that baby out. Cash back. Yeah. So you're 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 more likely to use that one versus anything else in your wallet, and that's what they want you to think, and that's why they entice you with cash back 
with credit um, increases. That's another one. Congratulations. You're going to pay an additional 10. Like we're going to give you an additional 10,000 to spend at 28% interest. Like congratulations. Like that's what it should say, you know, but then, yeah. but obviously that's not what it's going to say. Yeah. Another thing that drives me as a money coach, I'm just like, oh, is they use such psychology against you. Like one thing is balance transfers, which I'm not against balance transfers. If you have a card at 27 or 28% interest and, and they, and they give you a card at 0% for 18 months. I love how they say there's no fees. There's always a fee. That's, that's, that's BS right there. There's always a fee. I'm like, I'm like, stop saying that. It's not true. But anyway, so let's say you take that balance of, of 28% on one card and you move it completely to your 0% card, right? That's a great move. Financially great move. Saves you thousands upon thousands. But you haven't dealt with the issue that got you into credit card debt to begin with. So this one, this card on, on my right, I'm lifting up my right hand for people that aren't listening to the podcast. So the, the card on the right has 0%. The card on the left has that 28. When you move that money over, that's a great move. But the card that originally had the $28,000 of debt does not close down. It's now out of zero. So when so you're paying off the one that's at a 0%, but this card at 28% is still active. So they're going to start sending you messages. Hey, congratulations. Like you now qualify for 7, 8% cash back, like travel rewards. Like if you charge your first 500, we'll give you like $50 back in, in rewards. And you're like, oh, awesome. You forget the interest at that point and you start charging it again because you haven't dealt with what got you in debt in the first place. You haven't dealt with your money mindset. So I can't tell you how many clients come to me because they've done balance transfers two, three times. And now instead of having $10,000 of, of, of credit card debt, now they're at 30, they're at 40. If you don't have a budget in place that makes you feel encouraged to manage money and actually is flexible, you're going to continue to live above your means and you're going to continue to charge everything you possibly can. And you're going to continue to be further and further in debt because that's where they want you. But psychology is used against you all the time, especially regarding interest and credit cards. I could talk about this all day. Yeah, no, you brought a very great point. I know instantly when I decided to get on a debt-free journey that I had to work on my money mindset, especially getting out the habit of pulling my damn Discover card at that time mm -hmm. because I had a really bad habit pulling that left and right. And I knew that I needed to correct that immediately. And it took a while. It really did. Oh, but eventually yeah. when I went ahead, obviously my mindset was slightly different compared to others. I know Debbie's really good at coaching people on how to, you know, be more positive to their money. I'm not making you feel down. Me, I was just, um, this is right before I even met Debbie. I was being very strict with myself. I, mm -hmm. I, if anything, I was punishing myself for even swiping that card. And, but that was because I was trying to make myself feel guilty for even pulling it out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it worked, but eventually I knew like, okay, I need to stop embroiling myself in a negative mindset like that and start to switch that so that I can feel more powerful with my money. So mm -hmm. if you guys are still kind of stuck with that, I highly encourage you to reach out to Debbie to help you with Thank that you. because that's where it all begins. Figuring out that mindset, wiring it so mm -hmm. that you can, you know, become more positive towards your finances, especially mm -hmm. with credit card debts. So 
Um, that's just kind of my take on it. I know that me still continuing to pay off my credit card, it's been a ride. I'm just hoping to have it paid off. My goal is to pay it off in two and a half years. We'll see. That's um, wonderful. I'm there. Wonderful. But I, I, interesting enough, I went back to look back on where I started because, again, I was like up to $30,000. Mm-hmm. And now I'm literally under a little under 12,000. I come a long way. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's, that's really great. A lot of people, a lot of people can't do that on their own. You, you're, you're, you're the example of like how, when you're really dedicated and you start actually looking at your numbers, like how you can make such an impact. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, it took a couple of years, but I'm really proud of myself. And I know that it, you know, the listeners out there, if you're in a similar boat where I was, please don't hesitate to reach out for help. This can be fixable. You know, yeah. going to take a while, but it's going to be fixable and it's going to work out. I'm telling you guys are going to look back, you know, hopefully in a couple of years, be like, I'm so damn happy that I finally decided to take control of this uh, mm-hmm. and work with a, with a coach who's willing to guide me through this because I definitely want to you don't want to continue paying off these credit card companies. You want to use that money to build your financial portfolio, start mm-hmm. a new venture if you have one in mind, or even just start saving for your retirement. That money can be used elsewhere. So mm-hmm. don't absolutely. Credit card absolutely. Like Debbie said, they just want you to be in a cycle of debt forever. <laughs> they do. They want you to be in that cycle forever because then they make, that's why they make millions upon millions of dollars like that, that it's, 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 it's a multi-billion probably dollar industry. I'm sure you've seen it. I, I, maybe it's because it bothers me so much what they're doing that now I see everything that they're doing. It's kind of like the fog lifted. Like even now, like when, as I was paying off my debt and I was becoming debt free and the same thing, my clients have told me you're dead on, right? You'll get more advertisements for more credit cards because your credit, as you pay down your credit cards, your credit score is increasing. That notifies, that triggers the credit card companies to know that you're working towards being debt free, which obviously they don't want. So you'll start getting more and more advertisements in the mail. I mean, talk about like using psychology against you. And it's no longer like you have to open the envelope to see the offer. They know so many people who are trying to be debt free are not even going to open that envelope. So they put the, they put the advertisement on the outside on both sides of the envelope. Like the envelope now says like on the outside, like cash back and like big letters. And, and I'm just like, really, like really you're prying on people who are trying to do well for themselves. This is like the millionth reason why I, why I have my masterclass that I'm, I'm having again, this is the second round of it. And it's called what credit card companies don't want you to know. And I'm covering everything from, from credit card interest, everything we've covered now. I go in depth. I give you examples of my clients to show you like the impact that interest can make. And I also help you come up with like a strategy to help you pay it off. It, I mean, student loan debts, knock on wood, will be dealt with soon. So credit card, credit card debt is still the number one and with my clients and student loan debt is number two. If you're able to pay it off in a strategic way. So you use, you use interest to your benefit and not to the benefit of the credit card companies. It, you could save thousands upon thousands of dollars. I average about $10,000. I save my clients, but not only is it about the money, it's about the time because the two biggest assets we have in life. And you'll, you know, this for, for a fact is time and money. And so the sooner you're debt free, the more 
you're going to be able to free up your income so that you can apply it to the future instead of paying for your purchases in the past. And that's when I know like, like when, when, when you help people with their taxes, like they ask you, like, what should I do with my refund? Oh, yes. Oh, I'm always an advocate to like put it towards your emergency fund. If you don't have one, this is a Mm -hmm. good start. Um, If you want to start investing, put it in a brokerage account. Mm -hmm. That's a good start. Get into investing. Or if you want to start something new, like a new venture, put it towards that. I'm always about growing your financial portfolio. And that's just been like from the get-go when I started this business is especially within women of color. Like I'm definitely encouraging them to start building up that portfolio because heck, if men, white men can do it, so can women and women of color. So mm-hmm. I definitely am a big advocate for that. And I also want to say too, that I actually had tuned into Debbie's session last month and it was really good. It was so, so good. So I definitely, definitely recommend you guys tuning in. You do not want to miss that out. You'd be amazed of the info that she has provided. I was like mind blown. I thought I kind of knew it all. <laughs> so she brought like the latest information that had been happening, especially mm-hmm. this, you know, this over the past few months, this has been crazy. Mm-hmm. So again, if you have not done so already, sign up immediately. You don't want to miss out. It's great. Um, it's very valuable. And if you want, if you don't want to do this alone, bring a friend. Yeah, definitely. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it's that so hard. much. Do thank you so yep. much. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate that. It was like the more the more my clients ex- were experiencing different aspects and how credit cards were costing them so much in their lives. I just kept adding to it and adding to it and adding to it. And then I was like, you know, now I've got to kind of shrink it down because I I want to give as much information to help so many as I possibly can. And the first time that my first round of doing the masterclass, I just I got such great reception because. You're seeing people's examples. It's not just, I'm not, I am a a number nerd, but I'm not throwing numbers at you to get you confused and be like, what's she talking about? Like, I'm literally showing you exactly what they're doing and how, how you can pay off your debt faster by knowing what people are trying to do to keep you in debt. You can take the proper steps to go around it and get out of debt faster. So I'm so excited to do the second round of my masterclass and um, you can reach out to us on Instagram and um, also our handles will be in the show notes, right? And the notes will be on there too about the masterclass. So I'm so, and we're getting used to this podcast lingo. I'm like the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Real you guys. Episode two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, if you guys found this very useful and helpful, please share it with your community, share it with a friend, yeah. a family member, let them know what we're doing. We definitely want to continue to reach out other folks. Please refer them here. Um, have them tune in. And if you guys have any topics that you would like for us to talk about, please let us know. We would definitely appreciate your feedback and we'll mm-hmm. definitely will look into adding some of your favorite topics to this podcast. So again, if you guys have any other questions or concerns, again, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to help you guys out. Yes, absolutely. And and you can reach out to us on our handles on Instagram and everything's going to be in the show notes. And again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> episode two of the banks. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, guys. Have a great day.